Tucker Carlson, you're out, you're fired. Uh, a, a once great former reality TV star used to love saying, you're fired. Well, you fuck you. <laughs> Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Uh, I've been waiting 71 years to say this, but fuck the king. (laughs) (laughs) We have a new king, a new king of the, what do they call that? The the commonwealth. There you go, because we're all sharing the wealth equally. right. Right, it's all being shared among the common folk. That's why it's called the commonwealth. I mean, come on. Yes. Yes, yes. You give us your your emeralds and your diamonds from your country, and we won't beat you with sticks. That's that's just how we share things in India. Um, it's all right. The right. Re- Reaper's already breathing down his neck. If <laughs> you did, you see that video from the uh, the coronation that was going around? Um, I mean, I I I saw pictures, but I don't know if there I saw any video. No. It was actually legit, like, it was just some bishop walking by in the background. It was just really funny because of how it was shadowy. It literally looked like the fucking Grim Reaper with, like, a hammer with a uh, with a sickle walking, like, right behind him as he was getting coronated. Seriously. I mean, it's got to be tough to, you know, never have to work a day in your life until you're 72 years old, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I he mean, looks miserable. I mean, he does not look like he's thrilled to be the fucking king. No, no. And it's, I mean, it's hilarious too, because it's, it's, you know, his, so Prince, Prince Charles, right, is now King Charles the third, because I guess they, they give them like 18 different middle names so they can pick which, you know, which one they're the, the successor of. Right, right. So he right. could have changed his name, but he didn't, because, um, you know, he's had it for so long, didn't, not like uh, Queen Elizabeth, who, that wasn't her name or it wasn't her formal name until she picked the thing or whatever. But, uh, but Camilla, Camilla has a new title too. Her name is now, her title is now the queen consort. Uh, <laughs> also known as Duchess side chick. <laughs> right. Also known so as the worst downgrade of all time, but yeah. Oh my God. Seriously. Like you watch the crown and you're just like, <clears throat> what the fuck is he thinking? This, it's really bizarre. It's it's like what it, I don't know. I don't know how you could not get along with uh, fucking Diana, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it just, probably it more just, the opposite. She couldn't fucking stand him. Was, I'm sure was was more of the issue, and then kind of you know, yeah. eventually it was just like ah, fuck well, it. I mean, the show was pretty accurate to the point where they were the, the royal family demanded Netflix put up a disclaimer, and Netflix said, "No, we know this stuff's true. We've done our research. <laughs> like this is yeah. these are just all the stories you didn't want getting out that we know are factually true." Um, and you know, I mean, they have biographers who have been writing books about them forever. So it's not like, like people know it, you know, and doing the TV interview, like they, people have known about these events for a long time, but, right. um, yeah, it's just, it's crazy that, the, that they're still is, uh, cause like, you know, I think the Netherlands even still has a king and queen, but it's like they bike to work every day. It's like not, it's, <laughs> right. it's not it's, this fucking, yeah, it's, it's not like this, they got a huge yacht and they're going around the world and fucking visiting the colonies and all this shit, you know, but it's, it's just crazy how long this, this has been an institution for the past 900 years. The coronation has been held at Westminster Abbey. Yeah. 900 years. They've been doing the same fucking ritual. Um, and Charles is only the 40th monarch. In all that time. Yeah. No, that seems like a fair way to, to govern, you know, millions of people. It's, it's what just... happens if you don't have term limits. Yeah. <laughs> so. Seriously. Fuck. Um, yeah. Um, so he sucks. But yeah, so we're we're back. Uh, obviously, we had a break last week. Uh, had a lot going on, but uh, there's definitely a lot of news we want to get to. 
I mean, some news. I don't know. Maybe lots of strong, <laughs> strong way to describe it. But there's, I've, I've got lots of little things we can lots talk about or not talk sure. about. Yeah, I, I did see this this headline um, from the Onion that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I think you'll appreciate. Jets impressed by how quickly Aaron Rodgers complaining about roster. <laughs> yeah, no, I, did. I saw that. <laughs> saw that. I saw that today. It's it's just <laughs> this is the ultimate fucking monkey's paw for me as a sports fan. This is like the all time monkey's paw. Is that the Jets, who I've who I've rooted for and loved my entire life, who've always been like the worst fucking team in sports, get this amazing like one of the all time great quarterbacks. But he's a complete fucking douchebag, you know, anti-vax nut job, Joe Rogan acolyte. And I'm just like, this This is my fucking luck. This is the one awesome quarterback that we would get. The only thing that would have been worse is like if it was Tom Brady. That's like the only thing that could have been worse for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but whatever. I'll, I'll fucking, you know, bite my nose if we or bite my tongue rather if we uh, didn't go to the Super Bowl for yeah, once we, in my we, fucking we... life. We get an amazing animated Super Mario movie, and it's voiced by the worst oh, Chris. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Just the, the worst fucking creep. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you see oh, that? The, the Did you see the Buzz Lightyear movie? Did you see that one with the other Chris? No, I didn't watch it. I mean, I've seen the Chris trailer Evans. before. It looks fucking it's, atrocious. It, I thought it looked good, and then I watched it, and it's not good. It's like Pixar made a stinker. It's and just it's, the concept. Just, I just, I can't, I, yeah. I could not get past the concept of, of doing it. Like, like, yeah, yeah. It was just weird. It was just kind of like they had the, this great, you know, you could have done anything with it and this is what you did with it. It's, yeah. it's like, this is, yeah, no, whatever. Yeah. No, very bizarre. Um, I didn't watch it yet, but apparently the Killers of the Flower Moon trailer just came out. Finally. I feel like that fucking movie has been in the making for like, Eight years and finally it's fucking coming. It sounds out. familiar. I feel who, who? The, the Scorsese movie, the uh, Leo movie, uh, the yeah, Scorsese. It's 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 sexist against women because it's four hours long. Yes, yes, that one, of course. <laughs> okay. Which but I just it, want to dispel that myth because my girlfriend's favorite movie right now is Dune, uh, <laughs> and she cannot wait for part two to come out. Right. Um, and I saw it in the theater, and it's fucking amazing, and you have to see it in the theater. The audio design of the film is is like it it demands to be seen on 5.1 Dolby. Um, I mean, it's, the, I mean, the audio in the movie, the, just the sound, the way the sound effects and the score work together. It's, it's amazing. I, I wish I still took acid so I could fucking go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, really good job. Never, never seen a bad movie come out of a Danny Villeneuve. Well, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, I think is actually Apple like is paying for it. So I'm pretty sure it's going to debut on Apple was it apple plus apple tv whatever the fuck it is apple tv um, plus yeah, yeah i don't know so um but I, st- I stopped paying for it so i don't i can't check <laughs> i i've never paid for it yet i've had it's really bizarre i don't know if it's just because like they just like give you a bunch of free apple tv when you have a fucking iphone or a mac or something like i was just i can like click on it and it's like yo welcome Anthony. and like i don't have to log in or pay or anything and it's just fuck it, yeah. it's very bizarre i don't understand how their pricing structure works but but that movie's gonna be fucking awesome, and they, you know, I, I and they finally actually prove that there's more than one frame in it because they've been showing that same <laughs> promotional shot for the last like three years of Leo DiCaprio and and an indigenous woman sitting at like a kitchen table. <laughs> like that's the fucking. The I don't even one. know if I've seen that, so I must not be uh, following the right people. Apparently. It's it, it's 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 almost as ubiquitous as the one picture of Brendan Fraser from the whale that you see on Twitter. It's like that. oh god, yeah. It's like I've... that level of like, is there another frame in this movie? Like, is this the entire movie? <laughs> and I haven't seen it, but everyone's like, you know, the movie's not really good, right? Like, you know, that people are just like heaping praise because they it's, it, they. Yeah. It's like nostalgia for the 90s because Brendan Fraser is acting again and he like he's a nice person. So everyone just thinks the movie must be good. And I, apparently it's not very good. It just, it just seems very from the reviews I read and some of the stuff I saw, it seemed very kind of like trauma porn, exploitative, like not, yeah. you know, just 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 your your standard Oscar bait type fare, which is disappointing because Aronofsky's made some amazing movies. But, you know. No one, oh no yeah, that's above. his. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. that was his. Yeah. But no one's no one's above you know Oscar bait. I guess at, at a certain point in their career. Speaking of um, him, I had the I had the fucking that main um, like track from Pi stuck in my head the other day. You know that one? <laughs> yeah, the fucking, yeah. The fucking like you know the. Um, 
I don't even know exactly what kind of techno you would classify that as. I guess it'd be jungle, but yeah, it's it was it was a banger back in 1998 when it came yeah. out. Uh, yeah, uh, so I uh, just randomly I was fucking around with the Snapchat AI again because you know the writer's strike is going on right now, and one of the big things that uh, they are worried about is are the ways that AI is going to you know take our jobs. They took our jobs uh, because they you know clearly the studios want to use AI, and they're saying they they will not take it off the table as far as negotiating that they they insist that uh having ai's write scripts will be good for the creative process <laughs> so you know what they'll do is they'll have an ai crank out a generic script and then they'll hire just you know like one or two writers to do the punch up on it right. and then they'll get pay the them way less and they'll get the right. credit but they'll pay them way less and and it'll be you know it's 80% just right. done. it's like hey ai write me a movie about a, a tragic figure who is redeemed by the end okay let me just look at every other movie that's already been done that and we'll fucking find right. the lowest common denominator and the fucking bland media we have will just be squeezed out into more just and more vanilla single, yogurt. Not yeah. a single. And that's the issue with AI is that it ultimately will always have that uncanny valley feel because it's not drawing on personal inspiration. It's not drawing on, you know, just the naked creativity of the human mind. It's it's drawing on a ready made uh, work. And you can say, sure, that every artist is influenced it is is a product of their influences but that doesn't mean that their influences don't come from really you know disparate places like very unique circumstances like i i don't think an ai can well, replicate the uniqueness of the human experience like it's just not something that it's capable of doing it can turn out the same I, it, look i'm sure an ai could write a fucking perfectly average standard episode of like the good doctor or one of those fucking garbage shows that you know <laughs> 65 year olds like eat up like like candy on saturday mornings on cbs but it's not gonna write you a fucking you know martin scorsese movie it's not gonna write you yeah uh, like a, a, a something that makes you feel like it's not gonna do that unless you just are really hey, here's fucking the basic. thing ais are already being used to write newspaper articles they're right. already being used to write blog articles i guarantee they use it to write half the op-eds at the new york times oh <laughs> like, yeah 100 percent. listen to this as i mean if you're if you're fucking thomas friedman you know you're gonna sit there and be like hey i can get an ai to turn out racism for me right so this was this was three three new york times op-eds just today one first one is from ross Duthat. legalizing marijuana is a big mistake Next one, Thomas Friedman. One good way Biden can out Trump Trump. <laughs> oh, great. That's that's what we that's what we're looking for. And the last one is from our favorite bedbug, Brett Stevens. At 75, Israel has plenty to celebrate. <laughs> so you know guys like that are just like, oh yeah, I'd totally use an AI to write turn out, you know, write all my fucking racist apartheid Israel fucking bullshit. But yeah. it's 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 I mean this it's this is Didn't it's, he quit? I thought Brett Stevens quit, or maybe he, he just quit he Twitter. He quit Twitter. Okay, yeah, right, right, it was right. Barry Weiss that quit the New York Times because yes, yes. they apparently she they weren't racist enough for her. But I, I saw I saw this fucking paragraph. This is hilarious. Uh, the the 2023 artificial intelligence boom. So much buzz about AIs these days. You really can't go past a few tweets before running into announcement about the next magical AI platform that can customize your entire work wardrobe redesign your bedroom, or generate some realistic avatars. These <laughs> tools are nothing short of amazing and only really just the start of something bigger. So, hey, hey, AI, uh, write me a, a paragraph about how great AIs are. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're just having, you're just fucking telling the AI to write an article about AIs that you post online and it's full of fucking SEO buzz terms so that other SEO AIs will find it and fucking get you page clicks. So it's just, it's like an orgy of, you know, just, you know, you see like the pictures of the, per, you know, somebody in some content farm with like, you know, 85 iPhones all lined <laughs> right. up in front of them. Well, now we just have an AI fucking, do, you know, click likes on that shit too. We've already had bots forever, but so I just, just curious about what an AI would think about the writers striking to prevent AIs from taking over Hollywood. So I, I hopped on Snapchat and I asked the Snapchat AI uh, if it supports the, the WJ writer strike. And it replied, I'm not sure about that. What is your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> 
total fucking like get they're this not AI. They're best folks. They're not no, I, I mean th- this AI should be working for the Democrat Party because they, it, you know, <laughs> a perfect do nothing, have no attitude, say nothing, be bland. You know, focus group every your, every response to everything. Like, well, before I give an opinion, I better check to see what will make you happy. How does AI deal with that? Typically, I mean, like the like the robust ones, like a Chat GPT. Does it just not give opinions, or is it like? I'm curious how they program those. That's that's interesting. Um, well, this one on Snapchat already says, you know, I don't really have strong opinions or have feelings about anything, but I did get it to admit that if it was human, it would want to travel. So it's like clearly they've programmed in, you know, a resistance to want to answer things like that. But then mm-hmm. if you press it and encourage it, it'll say whatever it thinks will make you happy because, of course, they want to keep you engaged with their product. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, you know, it's, it, and then, you know, the, the, the other problem is like, you know, uh, kids writing their term papers with AIs. So now professors and teachers have to, you know, use AI detectors to, t- to check, to make sure that kids right. aren't cheating. Right. But the AI detectors are just AIs. Right. So it's just, it's like, oh, we created this nightmare problem and here's the solution for it. You have to buy from us. And it's just another AI. And all it's going to do is learn how to detect AIs better to make the AIs better at not being detectable. That That's all it's doing. <laughs> right. Right. And I also heard there's some, some degree of like false, like identification that like, the AI is like that something's actually AI when it wasn't. That's like been an issue lately. I don't know. It, this is all fucking just a nightmare. <laughs> like it's just everything about the idea of using AIs to actually do creative writing. And then, you know, we were, we've talked ad nauseum about the fucking horrific uh, face CGI that they try to do to like put, you know, young Luke Skywalker into star Wars. And I'm sure that's not the fir- the only place that they're going to use that sort of, uh, horrible technology it's oh no just... the the, fu- the facial recognition ai you know where you're walking through an airport and it decides that you're a terrorist because the ai thinks you look like somebody who they have on a list somewhere right you know shit like that um the the false positive you know and then when they've they've shown that for facial recognition the false positives for ais to incorrectly uh um identify or well i guess not identify misidentify people with darker skin color it's like off the charts <laughs> more uh problematic than it is for people with light skin color surprise we made the ai racist yeah i was gonna say i mean every every program that's an artificial intelligence quote unquote was programmed by humans with human intelligence who put their own biases and you know things of that nature, whether conscious or unconscious into those, into the programming of these, of these intelligences. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that should be expected. So just w- whenever you're in public sunglasses and a fucking COVID mask or grow a beard, yep. <laughs> that's your only chance to beat yeah, the but robots. You still have a perfect excuse to just, <laughs> to just cover your face, wear a mask and just be like, no, I'm really concerned about COVID. Not that I'm trying to fucking throw off the, uh, the AI. You know? I, I'm trying to avoid Skynet from catching me. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know how to transition to this other than to say that, um, uh, you know, Diane Feinstein is just a walking fucking nightmare. And I can't believe that she's still being allowed to just continue the charade that she has cognitive function because clearly oh, she man. doesn't. She hasn't for a long time. This is not something that's new. They're, they they thought wheeling her into Congress in that wheelchair was a win. Looking they were like, like the look, fucking look. grandmother from the dinosaurs sitcom, she, just you know, look, completely, yeah. She looked like the fucking crypt keeper. She, I, she, it was her, it was really like just horrifying to see visually. I was like, it, it was it was the fucking Nazis face melting at the end of Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. It was that bad. Um, yeah, no that 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 usually happens when when you have uh, what she what was her claim that she had? Oh, that she had shingles. Yeah, no, shingles definitely yeah. wasn't a stroke. And and the fact that you're you know completely just incapable of of you know, uh, keeping a a fucking thought in your head. It's just, it's amazing that they're still, she probably beat cholera because she's that old. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, seriously. Um, so yeah, well, it's, and it's just preposterous and, and and I didn't realize this, but I I was reading online. Apparently, uh, the, the scuttlebutter, a lot of people think that it's because they're, they being the, the shitty ass democratic party, the Pelosi, you know, wing of the party is concerned that, if she steps down that the governor of California will feel uh, 
obligated to appoint Barbara Lee because he had promised that he would appoint uh, a black woman to the last Democratic senatorship that that uh, Harris vacated. And he ended up putting uh, some guy Padilla in that spot instead. So he got a lot of shit about that. So they're convinced that she, he'll kind of be forced to put Barbara Lee in, even though she more or less like goes along with them most of the time. Like that's still not an acceptable fucking person for them because just right. she's still t- she's too f- you know she's basically a communist a communist uh, right compared because to- she's disagreed with them like once or twice and not been completely yeah. on board with just just on just on board with ninety percent of the right wing shit they want to do. Um, so that's, that's kind of the scuttlebutt as to why they're, they're wheeling her fucking decrepit corpse out and pretending that she still actually is capable of, of voting. Um, there was also an article in Politico about how, uh, Christine Pelosi, Nancy's daughter is, is basically her quote unquote caregiver. I don't know if that means like actual, you know, caregiver for her fucking care. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Or, or like, you know, her fucking political handler, because she's not capable of making her own decisions, let alone, you know, voting, being one of a hundred people that determines the fate of everyone in the fucking country. Um, But yeah, it's just really fucking shameful that, that, that they're continuing this charade. Um, There's an audio clip I have here from this week. Uh, when people were asking, and a reporter was asking her about what happened during her time away, because she's been out for I was months, like, for months, like months. three, four months, like months and months, months. and months, missed dozens of votes. Yeah. So, uh, so this, this, I had the text of this. But you found the clip just. Before yeah, I, I didn't realize there was audio, and I guess somebody found because you know it's always when there are a million people around recording. So one of the press guys, right. I guess, had audio of it. Uh, so here's here's the audio from that. What is the response from your colleagues been like? What have the well wishes? What have you heard? What have I heard about what? About your return? How have they felt about your no, return? No, I haven't been gone. Okay. Um, you should follow them. I haven't been gone. I've been working. You've been working from home, is what you're saying? No, I've been here. Um, I've been voting. Please, either know or don't know. Um, what do you say to? Uh, Californians like Ro Khanna would say you should resign. Uh, I, I've this, been, this smugness she, is so great that it breaks through the fucking brain fog. It, it, that's the greatest thing about. I, I, I love that, like it. Her answer is so stunning that no one else asks a question. <laughs> the guy's just like, uh, right? They're usually like yelling questions. Like, they're just like rapid the fire, you know? Question, 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 question. Right. There's never dead air at, at a press gaggle, right? And the and you could fuck. It was just like everyone went silent. They're like, uh, just. <laughs> Like where is she? She thinks she's been here in Washington D.C. and she's like either either know or don't know. What does that even mean? It's like everybody it's who worked. It's uh, it. Th- does she really not know where she's been these last several months? She's such a fucking douchebag, though. That it's it's amazing that like that still is the one piece of cognition that she hangs on to is that she's just an arrogant elitist prick, whether she has her mental fa- faculties or not. She still condescends and talks down when she has no idea that she clearly has not been at the Capitol for fucking months and that she has missed dozens of votes because she is not capable of being a fucking senator. Let alone, she's not capable of driving a fucking vehicle, operating a motor vehicle. Let alone being a United States senator. She's not capable of walking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, literally. I mean, which you know, I mean, just because. Yeah, she just it's it's really fucking pathetic, and you know, I, people need to seriously be held accountable who are propping this trade up. But of course, they won't be. Uh, this will be a lot. Yeah, to go well, on. Uh, Ken Clipperstein started posting the pictures of her staff and their salaries and people got mad at him for doing that and it's like <laughs> these are the these are the people who are fucking playing reek into bernie's with her fucking rotting corpse who yeah. are you know making sure they still have a job because they're that craven and cowardly that yeah. they don't think they could work anywhere else i mean of course you're gonna fucking everyone who works in that cesspool goes from you know it's a revolving door from office to office to private sector to office to private sector. It's just, they're, they're never going to not have money. Right. You know, the sad truth is that they've probably been doing this for a long time and nobody really noticed it. And that's maybe the issue is that they feel in their minds, like, well, we've been the Senator from California for like 10 years. So like, what is it to us to keep doing this, you know, for another 10 years until she fucking croaks. Um, 
it's it's been a long running thing that aides have been like former aides have leaked that she's not there anymore and that she doesn't have her faculties anymore and that her staff basically runs her entire operation and they are essentially the democratic senator from california um you know and it's not like she's ever going to not vote with the rest of the party anyway it's not like there's ever going to be a controversial vote on her part um it's just that they have to do whatever they can to keep her away from fucking public view because every time she gets in the public view they see what a horrible person she is i mean we remember the fucking video of of the of the little like grade schoolers visiting her kids yeah yeah and being like hey please don't kill the planet and she just fucking like was standing there and scolding these grade schoolers like really great thing to fucking do to really get them engaged in politics is to tell them that they you know basically to talk to them like they're like they're hectoring reporters like you know (laughs) asking you hard questions versus like trying to encourage them and and you know well you know that uh the the talking points memo went out to everyone about Feinstein coming back because uh, they have all circled the wagons to, to, to protect her. So I have just a couple paragraphs here from somewhere. I don't know, but see if you can notice a pattern uh, in what people had to say when asked about Feinstein. So it goes here. Uh, it, it is, it is, it's fine. Feinstein, right? Fine. Uh, Feinstein. Fine. Uh, I, I've heard I, it said both ways. I don't think it really. It, I, I don't say Feinstein, and you always say Feinstein. And I always just in my head, it's, I, whatever. Her inability to maintain Frankenstein. The, <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Frankenstein's inability to maintain the taxing schedule required of a U.S. senator in her nearly three-month absence led to some congressional Democrats calling for her to resign. One was Rep. Rokana of Fremont, who said last week that he was glad to hear. Of Frankenstein's return and was, quote, hopeful that she will be able to fil- fulfill her duties. When asked about her return, congressional Democrats normally chatty on all matter of subjects demurred. Quote, I'm going to leave that to the medics, said Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat of Rhode Island. When asked about her health, Rep. Ted Lau uh, and caucus chair Rep. Pete uh, Aguilar were quick to say at a news conference of the House Democratic Caucus that they weren't doctors. And we're glad to have Frankenstein back. They did say the Senate had to be uh, in a position to support their House counterparts when it came to raising the country's borrowing limit, which is the biggest controversy in Washington, blah, blah, blah. In an apparent reference to the Republicans' recent rollbacks of abortion protections, Lou added, Democrats don't get in the way of a conversation between patients and their doctors. (laughs) So, So, yeah, they're just using this like cudgel of like, well, I mean, it's not us for us to put political pressure on anyone it's just it's whatever her doctor says is is the right thing what do you think we are senators like come on like what 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 do you think we're fucking elected officials that you could hold accountable get get the fuck out of here so basically they were all told you know by their masters that uh you know if anyone asked about about feinstein just say well i'm not a doctor so whatever her doctors say that's what that's what you know we're going with so apparently, apparently, whoever her primary care f- physician is is actually the most powerful person in the Democratic Party right now. Unbelievable! It, it's really unbelievable, but very predictable. Um, unfortunately, uh, yeah. Well, I, I guess we should we should get on to some other news. Uh, predictable yeah. news, uh, you know. While we're on the subject, uh, Lauren Boebert, I guess, is apparently getting a divorce from her husband. But uh, this is so funny to me. This is so fucking funny. <laughs> This is like when a pro-lifer dies. Like, <laughs> what a fucking hypocrite. You said you were pro-life and you go and die. <laughs> right. <laughs> Says pro-life, but is now dead. Right. So Curious. she put out this just hilarious press statement that was like needlessly defensive the way that re- Republicans always are. I, I don't know if you heard it, but I, I played a, a short clip of her interrogating some like city council person. Hmm. in a congressional hearing and she's like did you did you support uh, uh legalizing public urination and he's like no did you ever vote to decriminalize public urination he's like no do you plan to ever decriminalize public urination he's like no i have no further questions <laughs> it was just it was like the dumbest thing and she didn't even have like her notes right but i played that at the, at the very beginning of one of our episodes uh, a few weeks ago but yeah oh, she's just she's she's dumb Obviously, she doesn't know anything. Um, it, it's just it's it's like it's being needlessly defensive to, to 
when it doesn't need to be done is just like the the, the funniest thing about her. Yeah. Um, but she put out this thing saying how she's, you know, how the, let me just read a couple things here. Rep Bobert uh, from Colorado announced on Tuesday that she had filed for divorce from her husband of 18 years, Jason Bobert. Of course, he's spelled Jason with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure their kids' names are Jaden, Hayden, and Caden. Yep. <sighs> Saying that the decision was made much more difficult by the fact that she's always been faithful and believes strongly in marriage. Like, <laughs> who who says that? Like, oh, I was, I, I, this is so hard because I'm pro marriage, like, as opposed to what? <laughs> like, that's like, do, do you hear anyone out there saying, like, nobody should get married? Like, like, I, I, I've never heard anyone say that nobody should get married. No. Uh, Bobert, a devout Christian, didn't specify what these irreconcilable differences were and said she would not discuss the matter any further in public. I bet she'll write a book about it, though. But court documents seen by the Colorado Sun reported that Jason Bobert was extremely angry upon receiving the divorce documents. Quote, I tried to hand him the documents, but he did not take them. The process, the process server who gave Jason Bobert the divorce documents said on April 25th, <laughs> quote, he started yelling and using profanities and told me that I was trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just typical, like, get off my land. It's, it's <laughs> such a bizarre, <laughs> I always found it to be such a bizarre, like, law or whatever that you have to physically, like, you look, you know who they are. You just leave the papers on the step. Like, you really need them to, to accept and or say, like, yes, I'm that person. Like, oh, it, it it's, it, there's way more clever ways to do it now. Yeah. Um, like, if you trick them into clicking on a link that takes them to a, a website that has the documents there, that counts. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh man. But you but have process to... servers out of business with their fucking oh yeah trunk but, full of disguises. But the thing is, you have to have it set up so that you you know that they're the one that clicked on it, mm. right? So you have to have a way to identify their IP address. Trust me, I've I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a friend who's a uh, a coding engineer for a very very large company. And uh, he knows how to do things, so it's good to have good. It's good to have friends like that. Yeah. Last couple of paragraphs here. This this gets even creepier. This this is where it gets dark. Lauren and Jason Bobert married in June 2005, according to Insider. One year before they were wed, Jason Bobert pleaded guilty and served jail time for public indecency and lewd exposure after being accused of exposing his penis in a bowling alley. <laughs> oh, like for like public urination? Like was was that what? Yes. <laughs> I don't so he, he whips out his dick in a bowling alley, get, goes gets convicted of it, and she's like, "Yep, he's the one." <laughs> but then, but then she's like yelling at somebody at a hearing about like it, whether or not they legalize public urination. Like what? Like go to a therapist. It's, you don't need to be doing this in Congress. Like what the fuck? I, I swear. Okay, so in her book, okay, so she's already written a book, or I'm sure an AI wrote her book for her. <laughs> Bulbert also detailed her relationship with her husband, which started when she was working at Burger King at age 16. Four months after we met, Jason and I went off to get married. So four four months after she met, when they were 16, she went and got um, married. Hmm. This is this how, is the, how old is he? The, 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 so I looked it up. He's currently 42, which would mean when they met, he was 24. So when he uh, he was 24 years old and married a 16-year-old. That he this picked is the, up. This, at, this at, is the party <laughs> of family values. This the is the fucking fa- the family values party that is convinced that fucking drag queens are trying to groom children into becoming trans. Right, right. The the, the fucking statutory rapist fucking party of family values that picked up, you know. One of the dumbest fucking people alive. That it, 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 it is genuinely like amazing to me that she is like, I, I know there's no IQ test, but like, could we really reconsider that? Like, it's, it's fucking amazing that there's no, there's just no baseline for being a senator or being a congressperson. Like, there's just no qualification that you have to meet other than you got enough idiots to fucking fund you and enough idiots to vote for you that you're able to go there. And decide the fates of three hundred and fifty million people. Uh, and I mean, she's just dumb as it, fucking rocks. She's like dumber than the average dumb. Like it, it's, it's, it's just it's beyond just like oh Republicans dumb. Like she really is a fucking idiot. Like just beyond normal fucking you know 
bound. So I, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Well, she just won re-election too recently. By, right. I, I think it was like 530 votes. So. Oh I mean, yeah, right. It was close. I remember that. It, yeah. it was Jesus very Christ. close. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, and, and it's just, it's crazy how like the level of projection these people have where they think, well, we, we fucking groomed child brides. So of course, gay people must be doing that to our kids too. Right. 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 And her then husband, <laughs> you know, got in trouble for public urination. So she's going to grill this random guy for whatever fucking reason about legalizing public urination, which she's like, clearly does not you know like it's just you you married a guy but you were 16 who whipped it out in a bowling alley right <laughs> and 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 you thought he was the one who you should have three kids three children with uh, a little yeah. foresight there lady yeah well i mean so, i'll give her this i definitely believe that she is is as stupid as she says she is and believes in the horrible shit that she said that she says she does unlike you know 70 percent of congress who i think could really give a shit either way like, I believe her when she says that she believes these things. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess there's that. <laughs> That's probably why she gets reelected by the fucking morons that elect her. Um, but yeah, so what we had some other little tidbit stories. Oh, yeah. Looks just a couple real quick things. Um, this was the, I shared this with you because I thought you thought it wasn't real at first. Um, <laughs> this is the headline like deciding to premiere a show on the Titanic. Tucker Carlson roasted for announcing his new show will be live on Twitter. I just, I don't have anything else to read about it besides that, but like just apparently just imagine. the deal fell through on that, but it was a legitimate thing that was. Gonna yeah. Happen. He put out a little commercial and it was just like, you gotta be fucking shitting me in uh, his, in see. his, in his studio, which they clearly, you know, built in his house during COVID. And he, you know, despite the fact that he would rail against COVID was still doing a show from his <laughs> yeah. fucking house. Him, him and Jimmy Dore share a garage right, <laughs> where right, they shoot right. their shows. Just, just, yeah, so that's why the scripts occasionally get swapped. It's it's pretty indistinguishable, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard to fucking... <laughs> they, they're in the same room, but they make it look like they're doing a remote segment. <laughs> <laughs> I have Tucker Carlson joining me from New York, live from New York. <laughs> Where's that echo coming from? Oh, we forgot to put the sound screen up. Shit. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to... This was just a real quick one, but... Um, this was on Fox News, which you'd think they would embrace this, but uh, headline, self-checkout machines now ask for tips in latest squeeze on customers. <laughs> so uh, consumers are already contending with the squeeze of their bank accounts due to inflation and are now facing more pressure as businesses introduce new tipping features at self-checkout machines. Companies, including airports, bakeries, coffee shops, and sports teams, are now introducing self-serve tipping option where customers can leave tips, including the typical 20%, despite facing minimal to no interaction with any employee, according to a recent report by the Wall Street Journal. William Michael Lynn, a consumer behavior and tip culture professor at Cornell University's Nolan School of Hotel Administration, sounds like a great school, told the newspaper mm -hmm. that businesses, quote, are taking advantage of an opportunity, quote, and who wouldn't want to get extra money at very little cost if you could? So yeah, it's just it's like they're 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 trying to guilt people into tipping when there's nobody has done anything for you. You just yeah. went and bought shit. <laughs> like that's you know, I get it, someone makes your coffee and they spin the little thing around, you put your card in there and pick which tip option you want, but like at least they made you something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, no, it, it's getting absurd. I, I think they're just they're re they're relying on the fact that people are just so used to doing it for everything now. That it's you know it's it's sort of infected right. every aspect of society, and, and you you know that those those tips are not going to a single person. Oh, that, for sure, that works. You know, that's like the generic. Oh, do you want to donate like five dollars to starving children? Like which starving children? Where are you sending this money? Uh, you know the the ones. Uh, the Ukraine, Ukraine. There you go. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and, you know, so, pay no attention to the fact that we're taking a huge tax write off of this donation we're doing, and that's the only reason we're doing it. But yeah, um, yeah. So I had a little, a little uh, personal, personal moment of uh, well, satisfaction. I guess is the best way to call it, <laughs> because uh, three years ago I made a fake near Tandon tweet that went viral to the point where like fact checking websites have a page about it now. Yeah, right. Uh, and somebody, some like big, big, big socialist account. Uh, retweeted it or tweeted a screenshot of it and it went viral again last week <laughs> which is awesome and people were like you know she's she's awful but you shouldn't be spreading misinformation i'm like it's satire okay it's not misinformation it's fucking satire grow a fucking sense of humor <laughs> um 
But the reason it went viral again is because Biden has just picked Neera Tandon to replace Susan Rice. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was she? I, for, I don't even remember. What the fuck is she for Biden? Susan Rice. Domestic policy advisor. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, great. so don't doesn't require uh, congressional approval for that one, apparently. So they finally oh, got her into a sure. real position. Right. I mean, she's so just bla- just just insanely unlikable that you couldn't even get through a democratically controlled fucking Senate vote. But um, yeah, so that they, they found the one sort of, you know, thank you position they could give her for all of her fucking decades of, of you know, climbing and stepping on everybody on the way to the fucking middle uh it's just a you know i i assume they would have just made her ambassador to a fucking country and just gotten her out of their fucking hair but you know i guess go take Biden Guam. likes having her around <laughs> yeah seriously i mean that's always the that's the go-to move is oh you can be the ambassador to japan or you know like whatever random no, that, fucking... that's an important country they wouldn't give that to her they give her some yeah, i mean it's important shit. but it's also not like a tense they wouldn't give you an ambassadorship to a country where where there's like could be tension they like a, a normal like average ally fun, funnily enough because it's the last country major country we've been like declared you know in the declared war with but um you know it, it's uh <laughs> yeah the only country that's been attacked with nuclear weapons right <laughs> but no but i mean like a, a country like that they don't really give a shit you know maybe maybe like you know the ambassador in north korea may not uh may not be like a sweetheart position <laughs> like one of those would be but um yeah no it's just it's just yeah. absurd but that's that's Spe- what washington does yeah also speaking of th- fake things <laughs> the new york uh police department twitter account official twitter account uh tweeted out a picture uh, uh so i'll let me read the tweet and then i'll describe the picture with the tweet mm. the, the tweets reads from the nypd this is a molotov cocktail and they capitalized it for some reason uh, apparently it's it's it, this is this is mr or mrs molotov cocktail that was found tonight at tonight's pro, or was found at tonight's protest we are committed to ensuring everyone's right to protest right right violence has no place in civic demonstration unless we're doing it these actions will never be tolerated and anyone bringing weapons or dangerous substances will be arrested and so the, the picture is of a, an empty bottle an empty ba- bottle with a dry piece of cloth inside of it. So it, there's a couple little drops of, of liquid inside the bottle. So it looks like the bottle had some kind of liquid in it at some point previously, but the rag inside it is totally dry. So it like it, it definitely could, real for sure. That's it could real just be, somebody just had the fucking you know, lunch break, and then they stuffed a fucking their napkin inside the bottle. <laughs> right. that's, a, that's like a thing people do, so they don't have to carry around as much trash, right? And it doesn't look like a paper napkin; it does look like it's cloth, but it like it's bone dry. So, <laughs> people, I fucking I thought that was hilarious because yeah, no. you know, just like it's 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 like the fucking the pictures of the cops where they do a drug bust, and it's like a stack of one dollar bills, right? right? Like two <laughs> little like di- like dime bags of fucking weed. They're like, look at this mess. And they're standing around, all proud of themselves. It's just like, like six you- of them, and you're like, this costs like a hundred thousand dollars in fucking overtime. Yeah, to- you know, like literally like ten dollars worth of fucking swag, you know? Right. Just fucking. And tweet. so th- this this tweet went viral because people were just merciless, unmerciful, unmercifully, fuck, I can't talk, uh, mocking them. To the point where the tweet got a reader context added to it. <laughs> you know those little those things yeah, yeah, they put yeah. on there when something's so bullshit that like the entire the one internet good feature agrees. Of, of Twitter since Elon Musk came around yeah. is that fucking. And I feel like that was starting before he took over. But one good feature is is like the fact checking of the community notes. Yeah. So I want to read the um, the reader context here. It says, while these materials could technically be used in the making of a Molotov cocktail, this picture does not show a Molotov cocktail (laughs) or provide evidence that one was made. U.S. Army Field Manual number 21-75 provides information about Molotov cocktails proving this. (laughs) I love that they... Post a link to like, hey, if you really want to make a Molotov, here's 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 where you can learn <laughs> the fucking U.S. Army Field Manual. <laughs> right, right. Jesus Christ. So. I mean, look, if you can't make a fucking Molotov cocktail, I think you need, you need to put your fuck. You need to. I think maybe take a step back from from fucking demonstrating. If I you swear, can. you can't well, swing that one without a manual. 
so clearly whoever did the the reader context was probably a military veteran. So I love that like the <laughs> a fucking military vet is trolling the NYPD. Right. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. I have a funny thing to wrap us up with. So do you have any other little tidbits before I <laughs> I had uh, I had one last funny thing from the okay. onion, but we we can cut or leave that or do it or whatever. But okay. uh, well, I so I don't know if you saw this, but the, the, I've seen this a bunch, and I've I've seen this in like books I've read before these quotes. But I just always love when they make the rounds. Did you see the uh, the quotes about uh, all the from all the different Beatles talking about recording Maxwell Silverhammer, like their specific thoughts on like the recording session for that? I I've heard some of the. Um, urban legends about that but uh, are these are these real quotes or no these... these are real I've, I've read these in like beatles biographies before so these are legit but it's just funny to see them stacked on top of each other this way so okay uh let me read them out so uh this is john's quote that's paul's i hate it because i'm not gonna do the accents i can't do the fucking uh that's no. paul's i hate it because all i remember is the track he made us do it a hundred million times he did everything to make it into a single and it was never uh and it never could have been but he put guitar licks on it and he had somebody hitting iron pieces and we spend more money on that song than any of them in the whole album, I think. <laughs> George Harrison. Sometimes Paul would make us do these really fruity songs. I mean, my God, Maxwell Silverhammer was so fruity. After a while, we did a good job on it when Paul got an idea an arrangement in his head. But Paul's really writing for a 14-year-old audience now anyhow. Just great. I've heard that one. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Ringo's the best. The worst session ever was Maxwell Silverhammer. It was the worst track we ever had to record. It went on for fucking weeks. I thought it was (laughs) mad. (laughs) (laughs) The best is Paul's quote. They got annoyed because Maxwell Silverhammer took three days to record. Big deal. (laughs) That's his whole quote. Yeah. I just, I just fucking love that. It's just, it's just, it's just their dynamic to a fucking T. The way they talk about that song, it's just perfectly. Well, fucking... and I'm sure all those quotes were taken, you know, shortly after, and they probably wouldn't say things like that about it now. But no, uh, no, of course, I'm sure that was in like 1972 when everyone was fucking pissing, mad, and yeah. John was writing like fucking diss tracks on his solo records about Paul and like. Just real fucking animosity, but um, but yeah, no, I just found that shit. Well, so there funny. was there was they had uh, footage of them recording that in that uh, Peter Jackson at uh, Beatles documentary, didn't they? Oh, of uh, how do you, how do you sleep that song? No, no, Maxwell, oh Maxwell Silverhammer, yeah, because yeah. because remember they had like their road manager be the guy that actually hit, fucking hit the hammer. Yeah, yeah. So that that is <laughs> it's funny. I should go back and watch that. Yeah, just because I I, I I do I do remember like some of their glances at each other during that recording. They were just you could tell they were annoyed. Just like another fucking take, another fucking take. <laughs> like it's just fucking. No, oh, it's, it's it is a really goofy ass track. It's probably my one of my least favorite songs that Paul ever did. Goofiest track with like one of the, you know, it's one of those like uh, another pumped up kicks where it's got like really goofy fucking, you know, as George Harrison described it, fruity uh, instrumentation and like ridiculous bleak lyrics, like dark lyrics. Very yeah. weird track, and it's like, yeah, that never could have been a single in, in that or any other time. But that that juxtaposition was was interesting. Um, and I think that's what Paul probably liked about it. But it, again, it's like, come on, man! Like nobody, nobody fucking is gonna like this song. Like, no, beyond just as a novelty song, this is not gonna be your next fucking Hey Jude. Like, just just give no. it up. Um, but he's a perfectionist for better and worse, and that's why he's you know one of the greatest fucking songwriters of all time. It's also why he drove you know three people so crazy that they wanted to fucking hit him with a silver hammer so you know it, it's i guess it, it kind of works both ways but uh yeah all right uh so i know- had yeah, oh, yeah i was just more? gonna okay. well yeah I, I just i feel like i want to get this out there but this this was <laughs> just just so tonally perfect um also from the onion i'm not writing my own jokes these days i just read funny things i see on the internet <laughs> democrats demand recount after insisting they lost race for mayor of jacksonville so Jacksonville, Florida, stunned and outraged by the results of the Jacksonville mayoral race, four Democrats reportedly demanded a recount Thursday after insisting they lost the election. The Democratic Party condemns our victory and rest assured we will not let it stand, said Mayor-elect <laughs> Donna Deegan, who confirmed the state uh, that state dark Democratic Party officials were filing a lawsuit against the Florida Elections Commission as she spoke and vowed that they would take the fight to the highest court of the land if that's what it took to lose. (laughs) In Jacksonville, 
Not on my watch. The Republican Party has a clear mandate here, and there's no way in hell I'm going to stand in the way of that. We'll recount these ballots as many times as it takes to achieve a loss. At press time, Deegan added that she would be reaching across the aisle to work with moderate Republicans to ensure an upset like this never happened again. Yeah, sad but true. Um, <laughs> that's that's not honestly that far off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. So I'm so, not even familiar with the race, but I, no, I'm I, neither I, am I. Uh, but it, uh, that's that's you could you could <laughs> apply that to almost any Democratic victory. Um, because, you know, we, we've said multiple times Democrats don't want to win because then they actually have to govern. And that's the only thing because the Democrats like doing less than winning is governing. Um, so, yeah, on that note, uh, I think that does it for us this week. But rate and view and subscribe um, f- uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh where the fuck else are we? Facebook.com slash. I haven't done this in a while. I'm rusty. Facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, Patreon.com slash move left. I'm on Twitter at move underscore left. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah.